you know, it's not Karachi, it is not East Pakistan, this is not India, this is not Ireland, this is never records, this is never records, this is never records. And certainly me. In the crash. In the booth with never records. With 13 minutes. Across the ocean, from New York to Liverpool to Derry, we are the ones who believe that through joy we can forever live. Thank you, Never Records. I'm sorry I touched your microphone. Let my lover in Never Records. You are not listening to Never Records on Blue Gold Radio 99.9 FM. Welcome to episode 61 of Never Records Radio. My name is Ted Riederer, and I'm an artist and musician who lives and works in New York City. From the Mississippi to the River Jordan, I've recorded musicians, poets, historians, gypsy marching bands, anyone who wants to cut a vinyl record for free in my conceptual art project, Never Records. The Never Records archive continues to grow. To this date, there are over 500 recordings from more than seven cities around the world. In September of 2010, I was invited by the curator, Asher Remy Toledo, from the organization No Longer Empty, along with a group called The Art Organization, or TAO, to participate in a satellite project for the Liverpool Biennial that they called Squat Liverpool. Let me describe this next recording to you. When I describe Never Records to other artists and musicians, one of the first questions I'm always asked is, how do you get funding? I'll often respond with the answer, sometimes I don't. For Liverpool, curator Asher Remy Toledo challenged me to dream up the most ambitious project that I could. I had long held the fantasy of cutting vinyl records, but I knew nothing about the process or the equipment. So I researched and researched, explored gear old and new, and discovered a small company based in southern Germany called Vinyl Recorder. They would sell me a lathe under the condition that I traveled with cash in hand to their laboratory, which was an old barn in the Bavarian woods. If I timed it just right, I could learn to cut the week before the biennial, have the gear shipped to Liverpool, and be up and running in time for the opening. So I ran my plan by Asher, who encouraged me to go for it. Only he didn't have any money. He could only afford to pay for half my airfare and my accommodations in Liverpool, which ended up being a mattress on the floor of a group house in a drafty, albeit cozy, Liverpool tenement. I'll admit I was a bit discouraged. All too often it falls to artists to bankroll their ideas just so a curator can snag all the glory. So for half a day I decided against doing the project the dream of cutting vinyl persisted. It haunted me. So I set about raising money, which is my least favorite thing to do. So I marched into my boss's office at the gallery where I worked and basically begged for her to sponsor the project. She said she couldn't sponsor it outright, but she liked my paintings and promised to buy one. 
then marched over to another gallery where I worked briefly a couple years before. The gallery was a storied New York institution run by an intimidating gallerist who said she would help me because she liked my work. It took all my courage to ask her for help. Much to my surprise, she wrote me a check. Another dear friend purchased a painting, and Arturo Vega also pitched in. So I had enough of a budget to fly to Germany and purchase a lathe, have the gear and myself flown to England, build out the abandoned disco, and buy enough beer and Tesco sandwiches to fuel me for a month. Dear listener, begging for help is a humiliation that I'm not sure I could endure again today. But I was young and hungry for adventure. So somehow I wound up in Liverpool, armed with my brand new vinyl record cutter.
You are not listening to Never Records. That was Barry Southern and Alan Wright performing an old English folk song called Master Kilby. Recorded live at Never Records Liverpool in 2010. Check out Barry Southern's SoundCloud page for more amazing traditional music. I just remixed and mastered this track, along with the other songs you're going to hear today. The Liverpool tracks are noisy. I can hear the hiss of air in the cavernous concrete nightclub. And if you listen hard enough, you can hear the drone of a sound sculpture from the upper floors of the building. But Liverpool was about the urgency of capturing sound to vinyl. People banged on the steel gate to the shop at all hours of the night and day, begging me to cut for them. Let me describe this next recording to you. When I told my friend Ian, sculptor and sometimes banjo player for the band Murphy's Law, that I was headed to Liverpool, he told me someone would definitely smash a pint glass on my head. And he was right. In my first hour in Liverpool while waiting inside a cell phone shop, someone did indeed try to fight me because he thought I was an undercover cop eavesdropping on his conversation. It was a tough town, no doubt. That was desolate most nights. But in 2010, it was a city filled with an amazingly vibrant art scene. Because there were so many abandoned buildings, artists had affordable space. Greg Scott Gurner, one of the founders of the art organization, was in the middle of rehabbing his second building, having convinced yet another landlord to let him live rent-free to remodel and rehab his building. This pioneer spirit, which reminded me of the East Village from the 1980s, or Berlin just after the fall of the wall, made Liverpool electric with creativity. It was an amazing and inspirational gift for me to plug in for one short month. Thank you. 
is by your side He sits next to you all day Keeps your company at night He'll keep your seat cold when you're gone Burpin' in your face when you are close enough to see his teeth listening to Never Records. That was a duo called Sing For Your Supper, featuring Lucy Mercer on guitar and vocals and Martin Smith on the trumpet. I love this magical and unexpected track with its lyrical horn and vocal lines. Lucy is now in the popular UK band Stealing Sheep, and Martin is one of Liverpool's musical treasures performing with The Weave, The Lightning Seeds, The Coral, and Super Furry Animals, to name a few. This intimate recording of them is a gem. Let me describe this next recording to you. Sing For Your Supper was a part of a group of musicians and artists who ran one of the coolest clubs that has ever existed, called the Casimir, 
They were a huge help to me, as their workshop was a few doors down from Never Records on Seal Street. And I had the pleasure of attending a multimedia concert at their club by a psych musician named Howard Ashley Story. It's hard to describe the Casimir, although once inside, anything was possible. I've never met a more talented group of production designers, art directors, prop masters, and lighting techs who mounted some of the most impressive shows on a squat's budget. Check out their website, thecasimir.co.uk, and you will see what I mean. One night, the entire team came to cut a record with an impromptu marching band anchored by the Crombie brothers, Sam and Laurie, who had a homemade organ come hurdy-gurdy on wheels. That performance turned into a party. You are not listening to Never Records. 
That last track and the one you're currently listening to is by the Casimir Crunk Band, recorded live at Never Records Liverpool in 2010. Thank you for listening to Never Records Radio. Stay tuned next week for more sounds from Liverpool, England. For more information, please visit neverrecords.net. This show would not be heard if it weren't for Scott Morfitt and Eli Klatt at Blue Gold Radio, who put Never Records on the airwaves with support from the UW-Eau Claire Foundation. You are not listening to Never Records.